What's up everyone? This is Pastor Sam. This is Danny. And together we're exploring the book of James. No, it's the letter of James. Dang it, you messed it up. Letter, letter of James. What's up everyone? So excited to be back here. We are back, man. It's mm-hmm. it's cool. The last podcast was what Colossians. It was Colossians. It was a while back. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're back to doing our our deep study. We talked about how every year at Delaware Christian Church, we are twice a year, right? We're mm-hmm. gonna try to do an an invasive study where we dive into the book and not just dive in like surface layer but really dive in talk about the ways that we're diving in sam yeah we we just want to explore every detail in the letter right so uh in the sunday morning we have experienced before on a sunday morning it's very hard to preach in the half an hour 40 minutes that we have everything that has to do with the letter so we take the time right here to explore the continue what we talk into the sermon really that's a continuation but uh, so we are going to dive deeper uh, somewhat expository uh, verse by verse kind of yeah. what it is not covering the sermon will be covered here um, so we will we'll try to explore every aspect of every verse of the letter here uh, but it's not only that we also have yeah, Bible study mm-hmm. that we did. We created a Bible study. That's also going to be releasing too as well as we kick off the series. Um, see, that Bible study series is called Contrast. Yes, right? Contrast. Uh, the idea of contrasting two different themes within the book, within each chapter as we go through. And um, Let's walk them through the journey a little bit about that, that contrast. I think the yeah. whole series is called Contrast. Yes. Uh, we're seeing the book of James through the lens of this word contrast. Um when we sat down as a staff, we talked about, you know, what is it that the book of James is about? Uh, so we start just finding different things that we were contrasting. We were comparing, uh, showing the unlikeness, the differences between different themes that James had on it. Yeah, and, and some of the themes are very, like, very evident when you look at the book like you know the sections talk about hearing versus doing right yes that's very evident but then there's things that's kind of on the tones in the book too as well that we're going to try to draw out and pull to the surface to help help us get a full picture a more vibrant picture of the of the letter of james yeah we can talk about all those those contrasts that we that we will be exploring throughout the series not only here in the podcast but in the series overall you know you just talked about hearing versus doing Fruitful faith versus dead faith is mm-hmm. one of them. Yep. Mercy versus judgment. Like, you know, what does it mean to have to show mercy versus judging? Uh, mm-hmm. Then we have humility versus pride. That's that's an area that we're going to look at. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a really good one. Knowledge versus wisdom. Uh, we talk about what earthly wisdom look like yeah. and what godly wisdom look like and how we compare the two of them. Um Oh, especially in the Bible study. Yeah, and then we look at perseverance versus giving up. Like, what does it mean to too many too many times we want to give up in, in life and things that we're doing because it just gets difficult, it just gets hard. But time and time again, we see the word persevere, persevere. So There is one there that you, you forgot. Which one's that? Friends with God versus friends with the world. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, yeah. there's, there's people who are friends with God and there are people who are enemies of God. 
And that's a that's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. That's a good everybody one. think that they're friends of God. Yeah, just because God is loving. Say you got a friend in me. Mm. Oh, look at you singing. Yeah, that's from Toy Story. And they're gonna turn it down. They'll yeah, they're, it pro- they're probably gonna cut this up. <laughs> but anyway, we are. But yeah, you feel yourself with idea. perseverance and give it up, which is yeah. which is a good one too. Yeah, and then uh, obviously you know we're also gonna help to help bring a remembrance of this series. Our worship team, Drew and Sarah, and, and Drew and them have written a song to go along with, with the series to kind of help um, cement some of the ideas and some of the, the teachings that comes from the, from the letter. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, the uh, I mean, the I think the name of the song is A Heart That Knows Your Heart. Yeah. Like um, playing on the fact that God knows our heart. I mean, I I uh, I think by now I think we can I think we can spoil a little bit of the lyrics of it. You, <laughs> you go uh, for it. <laughs> he says uh, in the first verse, he says, "I have drifted in the sea of doubt, tried to find my own way out, never seemed to get it right. This du- double-minded way of life, I don't want it anymore. Don't want it anymore. I love that part. I think most of us have." Uh, drifted on the sea of doubt in many times in in our lives and have tried to figure it out on our own and not being able to and yeah. and we have released that I don't want to try it on my own anymore uh, you know and then uh, it goes on to talk about I want a heart that knows your heart Lord with a mind transformed by who you are give me hands to show your truth in love let my words declare that you are enough that's yeah. powerful yeah it's great awesome can't wait to hear it being sung uh, by the congregation on a Sunday morning, all of us mm-hmm. uh, lifting our hands in adoration and praise uh, to what God is doing. So excited about that. But yeah, so I mean, that's really the, the main the main um, themes, the main lanes that we're going to be going down the path, that we, which I would say expository teaching, Bible study, podcast, which is what you're listening to right now. Mm-hmm. And um, and then also the, this, the music to go with it. So yeah, with that. That's the this uh, the idea is to get people excited for this series. I'm excited for James. Dude, this is gonna be awesome. I mean, how yeah. long have we spent time <laughs> in James? Now we have been months in the book of James, just privately studying here. And yeah, between you and I and the staff, we have uh, we have continued to fall in love with this book. And God's word is powerful. Here's the thing about God's word, especially the book of James, uh, because it's a practical book. It has a way of wrecking your world. Yeah, you know, to to a good way, wrecking the world to a good way. You know, it just uh, the transformation that can come uh, by the application of God's word into your life. It is it is incredible. And and me personally, in the last uh, few weeks, uh, months, I have uh, made a couple of different changes in my life, especially when it comes to words, uh, just because. James really asks you to pay attention how you use your words, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and so that that's what has been personally what I have tried to pay attention to. Uh, has anything in the last couple of months you have applied the book of James into your life? I mean, I obviously whenever we go through a lot of things in life, you know, we James is a great book to say, hey, consider the trials pure joy, you mm. know. So it's a great reminder that, you know, the things that we go through in life, uh, we're not going through it by ourselves. God is with us. Um, so, I mean, the book itself is it's, it's challenging, convicting, but also life-giving as well. And that's what I really like about the book. And that's what I'm excited to, to help people see. Because a lot of people kind of think that James is a hard read um, because of some of the things that he talks about. But it's, it's really, um, 
it's really it's 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 cold together. It goes together in how we how we talk. One of the things I really like about the book is like the the reasons for the letter. We took we try to study like why did why did James write this letter? Mm-hmm. What was he mm-hmm. writing right? And I came across this here, and I thought it was it's too it's too uh, close to home in a sense, and okay. it make more, it make more sense when I read these out. So it says first the Christian Jews were feeling alienated because of their faith, right? Because they were surrounded by a pagan, sinful, and unsympathetic people. Okay. They are being influenced by the world's thinking and attitude. Mm-hmm. They have been rejected by their Hebrew countrymen and even attacked for their faith. However, they defended their stand with Christ, and but they have done so at a high cost. Wow. I think about those things that the early church was facing in those cases, right? And it's some of the same things we deal with today in, this, in our day and age too as well. Like, we're surrounded by... Sinful, Sinful, unsympathetic people. That is, (laughs) there is one thing about Christianity today is that people have lost its kindness towards followers of Jesus. Yeah, right. Or, or the biblical truths. The people around us are just not sympathetic to the biblical truth, and and uh, really care less. They, they, they are not ashamed to loudly and vocally show discontent mm-hmm. with the biblical narrative. Yeah. And and the, the second one was there are being they were being influenced by the world's thinking and attitude. Where do we see that happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening at all, right? Oh, that well, that every, stopped in I'm, the first century. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know that has the, not. Or, and, and I think the church is suffering from that though because we're giving in to the thinking of this world. Uh, we're giving in to the moral ethics of the world. We're giving in to what the world think is appropriate. I heard someone tell me the other day, we have, we have involved, Pastor Sam. We have involved. We no longer can... Evolved, uh, you mean? Yeah. Involved, evolved. Evolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We have uh, grown as, yeah, yeah, as yeah. humankind, <clears throat> as, as human beings, as humanity. We have involved. So therefore, we can no longer apply some of these biblical... Things is archaic. We it's have dated. Yeah, is that <laughs> no longer like, applies? <laughs> man, are I don't you know. kidding me, dude? Are you serious? I, I mean, um, I like yeah. the word they use. Is not that you're giving in. It's just being influenced. For Sometimes sure. you don't have to be. You don't have to give in, but you're influenced by it, right? And that can be dangerous too, as well. Because being influenced, you know, it's not necessarily giving in, but it's almost like you got one foot in, one foot out. So it's being influenced. And then the last one was that. They were rejected by their countrymen, the Hebrew countrymen. This is people, Christians were rejected. These Christians, they were being even attacked for the faith that they had. Yes, so, yeah. I mean, we see Christians find among Christians today. Like, you know, it, it happens. These things still happen. So while the book of James is dated, in a sense, like it's written back, it's still relevant to today. Yes. Well, here's the difference between then and between now, though. Then that rejection came for lack of understanding back then today it is because of too much opinion there's mm-hmm. a difference between lack of understanding and then clashing with one another for more understanding and then coming alongside really reject and come because of that i just do not know what you're talking about i'll reject that then today is like well i know what you're talking about but i have my own opinions <laughs> over a specific talk topic or a specific uh, teaching or over specific passage in the Bible, so therefore I don't agree with your opinion. Therefore, I will reject you and persecute you for it. Um, pretty sad. Yeah. Pretty sad. Yeah. So I kind of like that. Thing. I kind of like that. It kind of helped me think about the relevancy of the book and 
For it's sure. even more as you know as you anytime you read God's word he highlights it for you in a way that you realize like man he must really want me to this is this is a season for us to be doing James and I truly believe it's a season for us to be reflecting and really unearthing all of the the hidden gems that James has has for us awesome so we decided to, for this first um, podcast as the intro thing we will do I think this uh, will answer these three questions right uh, well it's not well whatever <laughs> we we want to what ver we want to answer this three questions. What verse is the what verse do we think it is the individually which one we personally think is the heart of the letter? Uh, what is the verse that we don't like? You don't yeah. like that word. You said. no, you don't like it. It's just it just what, the, what, what verse of the Bible you don't like? That's what I like to say. <laughs> I like to say what verse convicts you. <laughs> sure, okay, that's why you don't like because it convicts you. So you're like, I don't like this verse. I don't want to apply it to my life. So which one convicts you? Uh, and then which one do you like? Which one speaks to you right now at the moment that you are in living in? Um, so. Um, so you kick us off. Go first, since you came up with these. <laughs> what <laughs> I came up with that? I, I, I do. I do. I do. Gotta say, for me, for me, the heart of the letter, the heart of the letter, uh, for me personally, is chapter five, verse six. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. I think that all that James is trying to do in this letter is to set the readers up to get their heart firm in the firm foundation standing in the firm foundation who is christ right he says establish your hearts so we establish our hearts we firm our, we got that firm foundation we stand on that firm foundation which is christ uh and he says for the coming of the lord jesus which is the most important event in the life of an individual of a follower of jesus if uh, you know we live for that moment where we will see our lord face to face he's coming that might be as revelation calls it you know the skies will open jesus will descend and then we'll see his second mm -hmm. coming second event we call it or it could be through death right uh we will die and meet our lord so regardless of how jesus come to us it is important to have established heart. so i believe that all that james is trying to do in this letter is to prep us prep the readers to be established in their faith so to be with to see the lord yeah no i think that's that's great um yeah i agree i think that is kind of the heart of of the of the book in itself is that because you once you establish your heart with in in there it's great my my one my personal favorite verse is blesses the man who perseveres on the trial mm -hmm. you know it's uh james 1 12 mm -hmm. and i really like that one because uh, several years ago, I was doing a study, and I may have even mentioned it on the podcast before, but the idea of why do we like why do we go through trials, right? And, and just the idea of this blacksmith, they use the analogy of this blacksmith um, um, casting silver, like getting silver. And how mm -hmm. they do it is they boil it to a, a certain point of temperature where mm -hmm. all the impurities kind of like steams off. And so it okay. boils it up, and as it comes to the top, he kind of takes his thing and scrapes it all the way off. Mm -hmm. And how he would know that the silver is pure is he would get to the point where he would look at the silver and he can see his reflection. Oh, wow. So, and when I think about trials and, and you know, the verses that consider pure joy when you go through trials, like, you know, God is refining us. Mm. And he's kind of boiling those impurities out of our lives. Because every time we go through a trial, 
and, and you, you persevere, you grow closer in your relationship with God. You learn something about yourself mm-hmm. and about God's nature too as well that you didn't know before, which is why you, you're persevering. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't there a better way for God to refine <laughs> us than, than just make us go through the pain and the hurt? Well, you know, he's just trying to get us. So when he looks down at us, he sees a reflection of himself. Sure. Where And I really love that analogy. And it, it's not my own. It, it, I think That's Francis cool. Chan... Did that analogy and I really love it. And every time I talk about that, that I that always stuck to me. So that's my favorite verse. Maybe it's because of the analogy I did, but I really like that verse. So. Cool. So I went first. So you go second. For what? My the one that I least like. The, yeah. The one, that, the, the one that convicts the one me that the most. Convicts you the most. Oh, the one that convicts me the most. It has. It's, it's the one that talks about friends with God versus enemies of the world. Like mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna have to find it here. Um, where is it? It's in chapter 4, I believe. Yeah, it's the word in this. Is, Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God, verse 4. Yeah. Or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that has yeah. he has made to dwell within us, but just, he gives more grace, therefore. Just the idea that you can be an enemy of God is oh yeah is it's it's <laughs> it, it takes one to be like i better take notice what does it say because it's a condition right the, the condition is like if if you love the world that's the condition then you, you know but and so i wrestled with that because i did the bible study on friends with the world and, and, mm-hmm. and, and friends yeah that's God. one you so i'm yeah. like how how do we navigate that mm-hmm. so so that and so yeah what does it mean to love the world though well it's it's the love the things of the world it's okay. not. It's not. I think you need to love the people of the world, but sure. not the okay, things of good. the world. So you have to go to the Bible study to see where I went with that one. Okay, so good, it won't okay. give too much there. But but I really was. That was the verse that really convicted me, which is why I was like, when we do the Bible study, I said I'll choose that one because it helps me. Just the idea that I can be an enemy of God makes me take caution in how I live my life. Yeah, that's that's yeah. important. Yeah. I, I, you don't want to get in the yeah. end and be called <laughs> enemy of yeah. God. Doubt. I was just uh, I was just doing the 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 sermon. I just finished the third sermon. Yeah. Talk about Abraham and Ahab, uh, Rahab. I mean, and Abraham is known as a friend of God. Oh, that's why you want to be known as. Yeah. You don't want at the end of it to be in your in your coffin there, whatever the name of the thing is. What is it? Unfriended. God, or, or, God unfriended me. Yeah, or like, uh, oh yeah, you don't want to, you, you know, you don't want God to be like, yeah, write it down his tombstone, 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 whatever the word is. What is it? It's tombstone. Okay. It's enemy of God. Tombstone. It's not tombstone? No, it's tombstone. Tombstone, okay. You write on the tombstone. Yeah. Friend of God, not enemy of God. I'm glad I made you laugh for a second. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hey, yeah. uh, so my... It, it, that was mine, that's yours. Mine, com- the one that convicts me the, for the most. Dude, oh, not, now you're convicted. You, 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 don't, you don't dislike, now you're convicted. See how he changes still <laughs> there? I'm convicted here. Yeah. you're influencing me. The is chapter 3, verses 1 and 2-ish. Uh, it says, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, because it's the word is dolos, there is slave. For you know that we who teach will be judged with great strictness. 
Dang, boy. <laughs> yeah. High standards there. High standards there. And that scared the heebie-jeebies out of me. Heebie-jeebies. Oh, dang it. <laughs> what is the difference? Heebie-jeebies, heebie-jeebies, it's all the same. It's all the same. It's it's all all, the same. It gives me the chills to, to read that. It, it reminds me of the seriousness that one ought to take when it comes to teaching God's Word. And uh, for you and I who has been given this calling, uh, man, it reminds me not to take any word that comes out of my mouth for granted, especially when it comes to podcast, Bible study, teaching from the pulpit. You know, people lo- uh, likes to keep us accountable. You know, yeah. I often get texts or emails from, you know, as soon as service is over. Uh, and, and I appreciate them. They're, they're great. But you know who keeps me most accountable then? It's God. God. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got to start there. Yeah. If it's it, not starting there, it's not starting from the right source. And I think, uh, and a lot of people think that, oh, it's it's easy, but it's, you're right. It, the verse says it there. You'll be, you'll be. It will be judged more yeah. great re- strictness. There, there's a verse, uh, I think it's in Matthew, where it talks about like a millstone, right? Like mm-hmm. put a millstone on your neck and it's If you make one board. of them, the, yeah. my little ones stumble, yeah. it's like putting a, a stone on your neck and jump, jump into off. the river and then yeah. you get stuck way down there. No no whales coming for you. <laughs> there's nobody. And let me tell you, drowning is not good. Yeah. So yeah, that's the one that convicts me the most on this letter. And now I already talked about a little bit about the tongue, which yeah. both goes hand in hand mm-hmm. uh, for me. And then which one you like? Which one I like? Yeah. I like the wisdom one. I really like that one because it says if you lack wisdom, what to do? Ask for it. Mm. <laughs> Ask for it. So many times we we, we worry, right? You know, we, we, we become worry warts. And all we do is we worry, worry, worry. But James 1.5 says if, if any of you lacks wisdom... You should ask God why he gives generously to all without finding fault mm. and it will be given to you. Mm. See, how many times do we sit and just worry about things versus just putting in prayer? You know, yeah. um, worry leads to prayerlessness and, you know, prayerlessness leads to paralysis. And mm-hmm. then you just find yourself like, I don't know what to do, but the Bible, I, I really like this verse. Because it sounds like, really? I lack a ton of wisdom. Sure. So I'm going to ask God all the time, but he's not giving to me. Now we're going to be like, well, how are you, how are you seeking that wisdom? You That's know what right. I'm saying? A lot of people want to just ask and think God's going to poof, pop, <laughs> pop, pop it in your mind. Like, now I have now I have a whole section like, that, like that a... has that information. <laughs> it doesn't. You've got to seek it. Like a, U- a USB card that he yeah. just puts there. He, and he puts got all it the on. He yeah. puts the flash drive in and downloads some more. Flash drive? Man, we're showing our age here. <laughs> USB card, flash drive. Oh, yeah. Now it's say, all in the cloud. At least you didn't say floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, what about you? What, which ones you like? Man, there's two verses that I like. And you uh, gotta pick one. Uh, dang it, then. <laughs> I'll say the one that I'll say for now, what I, the one I like the most is... Um, is um, verse 7 and verse 8 of chapter 4. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Mm-hmm. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, your sinners, and purify your hearts, your double-minded. So that, submit yourself to God, resist the devil. Man, that's, I love that. 
and then draw near to God and God draws near to it. Like that, that ver those verses, it's two verses, but it's one for me. That, that section it, is powerful. It, it is one because a lot of time we stop at the first one. We're like, well, I resisted the devil, so he should flee. Sure. Well, you didn't do the second part. That's right. <laughs> you got to draw near to God. That's right. And when you draw near to God, you mm -hmm. leave no room for the enemy to work in his space. That's right. But if you don't, all you're doing is just speaking in the wind. <laughs> well, and, and I think that's most the problem of, of Christians are is that they want to resist the devil, for sure. They want to resist the sin in their life. They want to resist the temptations in their life. They want to resist the, the doubt in their life. They want to, to, to resist all this stuff. But they don't draw near to God. You can't draw. You you can't resist the devil without being close to God. You don't have the power enough to be able to do that. Yeah, you have to replace that temptation, that thing, with something of God. If mm -hmm. not, it's just gonna come right back. Yeah, you know, and it's just the devil just plays that tag in your mind all day long. Tag you're it, tag yeah. you're it, yeah. tag you're it. But um, we need to have. Uh, we need to be in home base. Home bases, you know, being in God's word, um, learning from encouraging each other and drawing near to God and, and whether it's that through worship, through songs, through you know reading through the podcast, through reading all of these things coming to church and in yeah. fellowship with other people and learn from God's word then and worshiping with other people, fellowshipping and serving, right? I think James gave us a great lesson on chapter one. He he says that every good gift is from above, right? God has given us so much that should be given back to God uh, through serving him in the church, if that is through worship, volunteering in the kids' area, if that is uh, being a greeter on Sunday morning, help with coffee, I, I, there's so much that yeah. helping with the youth. There's so much that gift that God has given us that God gotta give, be given back to God. So yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. There, there is so much we, so many ways that we can draw near to God yeah. that He provided for us. And well, cool. So we talked about you know. Give you a, we gave you an overview of what the series is gonna look like. Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit about what our favorite ver what, what what we think the key verses and in, 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 in the James. We shared up personally what our favorite verses are, and then we also shared what our what verses convicts us the most. Mm -hmm. Be good to hear what you guys think. What verse you guys uh, our listeners think? Yeah, which one is the you think is the go 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 out there and read the book of James. Just just go on the sit down. It'll take you about half an hour. Not even that. To read the whole book of James, uh, pick your favorite, your the one that you believe is the what is the heart of James for the letter, and then tell us what convicted us and convicted you, and then what let verse? us know somehow how yeah. do you like about it. What, yeah. do you, what do you like? Is that what you're going? To? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's good to hear and see where because every one of us might find something different in there because it speaks to us specifically. Because favorite verse for me might be this one because. This is a season of life I'm in, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm going through a lot of trials right now because I got a newborn, but <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. You were having just fun kidding. when you did, though. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, everyone to just, if you, if, I mean, we love to hear your verses, you know, we, we love to hear what verses because it's very interesting because we learn from other people sure, too. Sure. And a lot of people feel like, you know, we, there's nothing for us to learn. There is some for us to learn. We we learn just as much from others as as we help facilitate or teach God's word to others. So yes, yeah, so we're going to have this podcast uh, post in the, on, on Facebook and Instagram and then just go there on those uh, posts on social media and let us know there. How, what is the heart of James for you? What verse convicts you and what verse you like? Yeah. 
Remember, all of this podcast will be released every Sunday right after service and together with the podcast, it will also be released the Bible study. So it will all be released on Sundays from here on out. Yep. Seven weeks. Seven weeks. Seven podcasts. Excited for it. Ready to jump in. Ready to, ready to see how God is going to move in, in the congregation, in us, through, this, through this, this series of James. And we look forward to you joining us as we continue to unpack and talk a little bit more. Um, any last words before we, 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 we head this one off? No, I'm good. No, I'm good too as well. Uh, again, thank you. We're excited to be back. We can't wait to, to get to the other ones released. Uh, as we said before, we always leave. Be a blast. Have a great one.